Sans Pants Radio, Australia's least coherent podcast network. Babies, welcome to Total Reboot. Before we get into the show, I want to give a couple of shout-outs at the start. Thank you, firstly, to everyone that came to our live show. It was a packed-out audience at the Powerbomb Comedy Festival. Cameron and I had so much fun with you guys. It was great to meet a bunch of you for the first time, get to know you, and hear what wonderful people you are. And a huge shout-out to the guy that came specifically to talk to me about my hatred for mother. That was such a fun moment. You're a legend. That was amazing. Uh, The show was so great. Uh, We'll be putting it up on our Patreon feed over at patreon.com slash totalreboot fairly soon. So if you want to hear it sooner, head on over to there. Five bucks a month will get you that. Uh, But I think we'll probably chuck it up in a couple of months' time, closer to the end of the year, or when we're on our little summer sabbatical uh, with the podcast. In the meantime, if you want to catch up with me, I've got a great event. We're bringing it back, Comedians Talk Over Movies at the Golden Age Cinema in Sydney. The movie that we're talking over for Halloween is Comedians Talk Over The Faculty. This is my favorite type of movie talk over. It's a weird high school movie from the 90s. Plenty of horny details to make fun of in it. And it is directed by Robert Rodriguez, written by, I believe, Kevin Williamson, who wrote Scream and Dawson's Creek. So it is in the wheelhouse. It is happening on... Friday the 18th of October at 9.30pm, that's next Friday. Uh, Tickets are pretty cheap, they're in the show notes now, so head on over, pick up tickets. It's going to be me and a couple of other very funny comedians, I can't say who they are just yet, uh, for this show. So buy tickets and we'll see you there. That's Comedians Talk Over the Faculty, Friday the 18th of October at 9.30pm. Thanks for hanging out babies, and also welcome, we're part of Sans Pants Radio, we'll talk about that on the next upcoming episode a bit more, but we're very excited, so if there's any Sans Pants regulars listening for the first time, welcome, we're talking about a movie we do not like. Iconic laugh from 30 Seconds to Mars take of the Joker. <laughs> that is the actor's name. <laughs> I, I believe that's the actor's name. I, as far as I can tell, that's all the information I've got. That's all I've got in front of me. I've just got a few notes. Uh, 30 Seconds to Mars, uh, Oscar, Lee, Joker. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Total Reboot, a why so mini series all about the iconic character of the Joker. My name is Cameron James. And I'm sitting opposite a particularly twisted individual. Yes, I am. Who goes by the name of Alexi Toliopoulos. I'm fucked up and I don't give a shit who knows that I'm badass. Jeez Louise. Yes, I'm badass and my whole squad is on point, Cameron James. (laughs) You're part of my squad. (laughs) That's one of the missions that I'd like to find out. At the end of this episode, I'd like to Mm -hmm. once and for all determine, are the whole squad on point? I think we should go through the squad... (laughs) Find out if they are on point. At some point in this podcast, we should be the ones to decide if the whole squad on point. And of course, the squad we're talking about is the Suicide Squad. Yes, mama. This is our fourth episode of our Joker miniseries. Yes. All about that dastardly trickster, clown prince of crime, agent of chaos, funny cunny himself. One of the world's funniest cunnies. And this is the fourth big screen incarnation of the character. Live action incarnation. Live action We're incarnation. talking about the animated versions on the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Shadow Reboot. You can listen to them there. So, so far we've gone through Caesar Romero. The Latin lover. Oh, good lord. What a the handsome The Latin devil. from Manhattan. Mm. He is so fucked up that he didn't even 
shave his own moustache to play the character. He's so fucking <laughs> twisted and <laughs> fucked up and damaged. He just painted white over his moustache. That is honestly the most sickening thing I can imagine. That's one of the most insane things a Joker's ever done. Speaking of insane... Yeah. This second Joker. Okay. Oh, my good grief. Yep. This man's name is Jack Nicholson. Oh, Have God. I heard of him? Yeah, I have. He's one of the world's most famous Lotharios. He is. He is. <laughs> Jack Nicholson is so fucked up. He's so fucked up. Dude, that guy has fucked up and down Hollywood <laughs> Boulevard. He's had sex with every notable actor or actress in history. He lived next door to Marlon Brando, and no one's ever said this, but I'm certain they used to gangbang people. <laughs> I'm certain that they have like at least looked through each other's window while whacking it. <laughs> and they gave each other a little knowing wink. Jack Nicholson's most famous wink is like, eh, how are you, sailor? Just a little, little wink like that while they're just absolutely pulling the fucking pud. <laughs> and then, of course, tragically... Heath Ledger, the Australian legend. The Australian legend. One of the greatest actors of our time. We are really, uh, you know, I think uh, to break into sincerity for a moment, Mm. I've never been more affected by the death of someone that I've yet to meet. Mm. And I will meet him one day (laughs) (laughs) when I join my own suicide squad. When you go to heaven and you finally meet Heath Ledger, you'll show up with a Dark Knight Blu-ray. They're like, can you sign this? It's actually 4K upgraded when I went to heaven. (laughs) And then, of course... Oh, my gosh. We get to probably the most famous Joker of all. Yeah. 30 Seconds to Mars. 30 Seconds to Mars stars as Mr. J, <laughs> the Honorable Mr. J in the movie we're going to be discussing today. That movie's David A's <laughs> Suicide Squad. <laughs> We've actually reviewed this movie before. <laughs> yeah, we reviewed this when it came out, and we barely talked about it then. Because yeah. I remember, oh, the, this might be in the feed at the moment. We may have, I may have just re-released it. Um, but we did it with on Blank Slate Podcast, me, you, Henry Stone, our good friend Rodney Todd. Mm-hmm. Um, we reviewed it and we mainly just did IMDB message board trolls. <laughs> we just didn't talk about we it. We mainly talked about it. I think we talked about it a little bit, but it was just mainly us going to the IMDB message boards trying to troll. And let me tell you, our squad, it was on point. The whole squad, <laughs> me, you, Henry Stone, Rodney Todd, we were all on point. Oh, God. I can't wait to find out if this squad's on point. I can, I'm thrilled. But it's interesting talking about this movie now. Like, in, <laughs> we talk about it like the week of the disaster. Mm-hmm. Talk about it now, years later, where this DC extended cinematic universe, whatever they called it, ha- is as of like this week. We're slowly starting to see it truly has come to an end mm. because we still have a Wonder Woman coming out, Wonder Woman 1984 or whatever it's called, mm-hmm. uh, which looks pretty, it'll be cool, I think. The Wonder Woman movies were good. There's going to be an Aquaman sequel. There's going to be an Aquaman spinoff. Uh, but the Justice League, there's no news about Justice League 2. Mm-hmm. There's no news about a new Superman movie. There is news about a new Batman movie. But that is, as of this week, clear it is not related at all to the franchise that Suicide Squad was a part of. Sure, sure. Because we knew Batman is being recast by Rob Pattinson, greatest actor of our generation. He is, I believe it. He truly is. He's fucking awesome. Watch Good Time if you're listening to this right now being furious. You're like, how can you say the greatest actor of our generation was in Twilight? Well, listen, you never even saw that movie, (laughs) if you have that feeling. You didn't see it. It was a movie not made for you, okay? If you're feeling pissed off that he was in Twilight and now he's Batman, you... That movie was not made for you, okay? You're probably like a fucking man like myself in their mid-twenties or early-twenties, if you're like me, and just getting PO'd about it. Well, listen, honey, it wasn't made for you. It was made for teenage girls. And they're allowed to have movies made for them too, okay? And he's a very fine actor. Lost City of Z, watch that too. And this will piss you off even more. Hope that fucking Kristen Stewart plays Catwoman, okay? Whoa. Hope she plays Selena Cole. Do you know why? She's the best actor of her generation oh as well. Oh my Those God. two are the best actors of their generation. When I watched Twilight for the first time last year with you, yes. I was shocked 
Because I believe they are the like I just forgot these movies existed and we watched it together and I was just like, this sucks. This is such an insane movie. It's so funny. But they are the two best. I love them. Yeah, you're obsessed. And you're standing for I'm the record. Standing. <laughs> I'm pacing. standing. I'm basing the room. You stood I'm behind frantic. A, we wheeled out a podium and stood behind <laughs> it like you're giving a fucking speech. I'm lecturing. Yeah. It's not made for you. No, it's not. And it's not. you know what? I don't give a shit if Batman's not made for you now either. Whoa, shit, dude. Actually, I do care. I want I want everyone to be happy. Everyone should like Batman. But, I, but this week they announced Jonah Hill is in contention to play like Riddler or something. A lot of people online saying Jonah Hill is playing Penguin, which upsets me. <laughs> because it's always, if you were fat once in your life, like every weirdo actor like 30 Seconds to Mars, they're always like, oh, my dream to play Joker. I want to play twisted, fucked up Joker. Oh, every no. fat actor gets, they always go, oh, he'd be a good penguin oh, oh he'd be a good penguin <laughs> oh philip seymour hoffman should be penguin in dark knight rises leave him alone okay <laughs> he's fat he doesn't have to play the penguin just because he's fat oh josh gad he'd be penguin one day oh, oh my god you know what's cool about penguin is danny devito obviously played him in batman yeah. returns and then he reprised the role of penguin in every role since then <laughs> Every movie that Danny DeVito has been in has an outtake where he spits black bile <laughs> and bites someone's nose. <laughs> oh my god, you're dying! I'm dying. I'm having a. This is my first entry to the Suicide Squad. Oh, and let me tell you, the squad's going to end on point. Oh, but dude. they also announced casting. Ooh. I think it's locked in that uh, actor Jeffrey Wright. Mm. Uh, do you know who Jeffrey Wright? Yeah, I love Jeffrey Wright. From uh, what? Tell me one thing he's from. Westworld. Congrats. Angels in America. Yes. Um, many other things. That new Solonier movie. Jeremy yeah, Solonier. Solonier. Uh, Basquiat. Basquiat. He plays Basquiat. He made all the Basquiat for the Basquiat movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, yeah, he's playing Jim Gordon. Oh, cool. Yeah, so that's a good choice. He's replacing J.K. Simmons. Who was that in one of the Justice League movies? Oh, well, I haven't seen Justice Neither League. Neither have I. I've never seen them. Never seen them? I've never seen it. I haven't I'd... seen any of the DCEU. Oh, no, I saw Wonder Woman. And you see Aquaman? No. What about Sue Scott? Oh, yeah, true. Technically. Yeah. Technically. Seen that. I've seen that twice. <laughs> so you didn't see... What about Man of, <laughs> Man of Steel? No. I haven't uh, seen any about, of them. What um, uh, about Batman versus Superman? Dawn no. of Justice Requiem. <laughs> you haven't seen the Requiem? <laughs> no. Seen it. I haven't seen... I haven't seen it. I actually am furious that I've had to watch Suicide Squad twice now. Mm, yeah. I really am. It's last time you're saying we reviewed it when it came out, yeah. right? And we barely talked about it because it's hard to talk about a disaster just say, as it's happening. I need to correct you something. You just said we talked about it when it came out right. I would argue this movie <laughs> came out wrong. <laughs> it's really tough to... Yeah. Be in the middle of a disaster and be able to articulate what yeah. you're talking about. Sometimes you need to step back three years and yeah. then you can finally talk about it. I've got to say, I've stepped back three years. Yeah. I still don't want to talk about it. Mm, mm. Honestly, before we get into the review, this was a hard movie. This was a this was hard to rewatch. This movie. This was a hard watch, and I was flaccid the whole time. It, absolutely, I was. I could not have been more distracted watching this movie. Like this movie is two hours long, pretty much to the minute, to the minute to the second, two hours long, and um, I was distracted the whole time. I played uh, yeah. the Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening while rewatching this movie. <laughs> wonderful game, wonderful game. I uh, went through my social media and unfollowed a lot of people. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, the, the, that is awesome. That was my to get a Cameron st- Suicide Squad unfollow streak of wow. streak of anger that I was watching this movie mm. manifest in me deciding, you know what? I don't need to follow all these yeah. BuzzFeed journalists that I've been following yeah. for fucking years. I just got rid of them, yeah. man. I got rid of, like, everyone. Oh, anyway. You're fucked up. I'm, you're twisted. <sighs> thank you so much. That's all I've been wanting to hear is I just, that I'm twisted. Well, you are, truly are. Thank you. You're fucked up. You're twisted. I'm fucking penguin, man. That's what sucks oh, about no our way, dynamic. Dude. Absolutely People not. People always say I could be the penguin. You're the Riddler, man. Riddle me this. Riddle me that. Squiggle me this. Squiggle me that. What's the name of a big fat cat? <laughs> <laughs> That's what Riddler's things always are. Do you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna yeah. find when we're when we're talking about this movie now is we're gonna we're gonna find that we're looking for ways to talk about anything other yeah, than this. Absolutely, movie. Hey, absolutely. Before we dive in, can we talk about something that I find very interesting? Remember when it movies? was 
<laughs> cinema. Yeah. Remember when it was coming out and yep. we were all kind of like, this is going to be shit, this is going to be shit. And then that trailer dropped mm. with, um, was it Queen? Was it this Queen? is the yes. real life. This is just fantasy. Am I crazy or did we all like that trailer a lot? I didn't like it. I knew I could see through the facade. I remember it. So mm. I remember you and Henry both going like, oh, actually, this might be something. But you hadn't seen uh, Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice The Requiem, which I had seen. <laughs> And I did not dislike that movie at the time. Mm-hmm. I think watching it, and you know, at this point in the, if you've been listening to the other episodes of this mini series, you've heard that I have a fondness for the Dark Knight. You love the darkness. I love the darkness. I love the boogie. <laughs> and and then we're, like seeing that take on the character aesthetically, I found it very pleasing. Um, I think that that movie. It, like Zack Snyder's style was very much in tune with some of the Batman graphic novels that I liked, like mm. uh, like Batman The Requiem, Batman Exciting Nightmare, and Batman Let's Turn Off the Lights, Please, I'm Scary. <laughs> and like, you know, The Dark Knight Returns and shit like that. Real comics. <laughs> like those things where I was like, I like it. I like the aesthetic design of Batman had those short little ears. I like they had a grey suit, like the classic Batman look from the 1960s cuts, <laughs> the 1960s uh, live action series. And I love Jeremy Irons as Alfred. I didn't even know he was in it. Jeremy Irons plays Alfred. That's I awesome. Could, I would never have guessed that in a million years. I could make up anyone and you could just believe that they <laughs> That's these true. That's true. God. He could be like, oh my God, Woody Harrelson is so good. Woody Harrelson is in these. No, he's not. <laughs> yes, he is. He plays Lex Luthor's dad. No. He plays Christopher Luthor. You're fucking with me, right? He plays his dad. He's like, well, hello, son. But you never thought you'd be the head of a entire world conglomeration. <laughs> You're and a liar. that head's about to become a lot more bold, if you ask me. <laughs> he's in them. He plays, he's, he's in them. Who Do else you know, is in them? Like, okay. Tell me something. I'm going to tell someone you have to think if it's real or fake. Okay. Christopher Maloney. Oh. Christopher Maloney, you know him yeah, from White Hot American Summer. You know him from Law and Order. Law and Order. Uh,. I'm gonna say no. He's not in. He's them. in it. No. He's what? In, he was in. He's in um, Man of Steel. <laughs> Who is he? He plays like a like a cop type thing. He's like in the Ugh. SWAT team. Jesus. Okay. Two. I'm gonna do two more. Yeah. Okay. Kevin Costner. Yeah, I know he's in them. He okay. plays um, Superman's dad. What's his name? Kent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What about Diane Sawyer? No. Okay, what about Diane Lane? Yeah, she's in it, right? <laughs> okay, what about Russell Crowe? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, yes, he's in them. Who does he play then? Zod. <laughs> he plays Cal. He plays uh, Superman's dad. Oh, fucking Superman, much like me, grew up with between two families. <laughs> oh wow, that's something you can. Yeah, do. Zod is uh, Michael Shannon. Oh, right. Yeah. Shit. I mean, there's good people in these He's movies. He's really good in these movies. So, uh, you were not fooled by the trailer. I was. Mm. I thought it looked cool. And then in hindsight, we've learned a little bit that um, they were... Guardians of the Galaxy came out. Yeah. Similar deal. It's a ragtag team up It's a movie, movie where there's a squad that's on point. A squad that is on point. Yeah. Officially, they oh, are it's on officially point. officially on as well. And the marketing people and the studio at DC said, shit, we should really mm. try to make this more like Guardians of the yeah. Galaxy. So they recut the movie. They added in, as we now know, they added in all those new songs. There's very needle, needle drop heavy songs. Needle drop heavy songs. And then the trailer, they cut to... That one track, that Queen track, much in the same way that Guardians was cut to um, Hooked on a Feeling. Yeah. Um, And it fucking worked on me. Mm. It made me think, this is going to be fun. Yeah. Of course, it's not. It's nothing like Guardians of the Galaxy. And now friggin' our boy James Gunn. He's not my boy. The guy said some shit on Twitter, dude. I love those tweets. The tweets are my favorite part of his (laughs) career. Uh, He is now making the new Suicide Squad. Yeah, which is crazy. How dare they? Turn of events. It's one of the most fascinating turns. And as you have seen in the new the casting Mm. list that he put out, like five of those people are MCU players. Yeah, you got Steve Agee. Mm-hmm. You've got Idris Elba. Mm-hmm. There, one's from Thor, one's from Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Welcome. 
Um, I don't know who else. I can't remember who Taiko else. Taiko Atiti. Oh, Taiko. There's a bunch of them. It's bizarre. Yeah. So this is this is going to be an interesting one when it finally comes out. Yeah. Because it's sort of a, it could potentially be the bridge between two comic it? universes. Yeah, I'll see it. I don't know. I have no interest in seeing it. I'm more interested in seeing the new Harley Quinn Birds of Prey movie. I'll probably see that too. It's got Ewan McGregor in it. But I'll I'll watch both of them on a plane. Yeah. Okay. When I'm jetting from here to LA to pitch my movie. <laughs> <laughs> and what's your freaking movie going to be? You oh, know what would God. you even do it's for a movie? It's called Penguin Uncut. Okay, so what's who's going to be in it? Uh, you can choose from any fat actor in Hollywood <laughs> to play the penguin. Who would it be? Josh Gad, Keenan Thompson. <sighs> That's awesome. That's a pretty good. And I've got pretty good pick. Kel as the Riddler. Yes, Keenan and Kel. Keenan and Kel do ba- do the do the DCEU. Do the Rogues Gallery. That'd be awesome. That's actually really. Cool. I would love to do a Suicide Squad movie that is just SNL alumni. Mm. And let's instead of talking about the movie just <laughs> yet, God. All right. So it is interesting to talk about this movie mm. now mm-hmm. because it only lives in speculation. Mm. Like it's just speculating what this franchise would have gone because yeah. they're still making them. You know, Wonder Woman. There's going to be an Aquaman. These are Harley Quinn movie, Birds of Prey, mm-hmm. or AKA the in fabulous contraption of Doctor <laughs> Professor. <laughs> I think it's mm. I think it's Birds of Prey, the Imaginarium, Mister Magorum's oh. Wonder Emporium. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it's called. Now, um, so it's like anything could happen. Well, you're right. Remember at the time there was all that talk of uh, Joker. Jared Leto filming much more yeah. for the movie that then got cut. Yeah. Uh, and he was very pissed off about that. But then it's also like, was was that stuff good? And was it stuff that could have been used in a sequel? Yeah. Or was it all unusable trash? Yeah. Because lar- large chunks of this movie are unusable trash. Uh, such as much that made it to the final cut of the film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I felt nothing for it. Couldn't remember. On this watch. I couldn't be more cold. Oh, okay. The only moment of warmth I got was um, when I remembered Ike Barinholtz was in it. Oh, yeah. I went, oh, fuck. I love Ike Barinholtz. When did you remember Ike Barinholtz was in it? Was it when he came on the screen? No, it was halfway through <laughs> the movie. <laughs> It took half of the movie for me to go, oh, I looked up from my phone yeah. and went, oh, that's that voice. That's Ike. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't when I forgot that Viola Davis was in this movie. Uh, yeah. She's like one of the main characters, yeah, Amanda true. Waller. Fucking hell, we have to talk about uh, it. Oh, okay. All right. We're going to talk about Suicide Squad. Um, let's dive into this review. I want to assemble a task force of the most dangerous people on the planet. They're bad guys. Worst of the worst. Too late. Open the was this uh, cheerleading trials? Hi, boys. Deadshot uh, shoots people. He's a crocodile and he eats people. Burns people. You're possessed by a witch. And she's just crazy. What was that? I should kill everyone and escape? Sorry. The voices. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's not what they really said. Suicide Squad, 2016, directed by David Ayer. Worst heroes ever. God, comic book guy. Good tagline. From the Cinnamons. I think. I love the Cinnamons. He's I love like, any reference to um, Yes, I love to make comic book. Comic books are the best thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> Cinnamons is so funny. In fact, if... If any of the cinnamons were in this movie, it would be better. Probably. Yeah, God, imagine if Harry Shearer was like, <laughs> was like dead shot or something. I wish Mo Oh my was God, in I just remember Will Smith is in this movie. I know, I know. Oh God. I okay. forgot he was in it and I was watching wow, the movie. Wow, wow, wow. Let okay. me read the synopsis. Mm-hmm. From DC Comics comes the Suicide Squad, an anti-hero team of incarcerated supervillains who act as deniable assets for the United States government, undertaking high-risk... Black Ops missions in exchange for commuted prison sentences. Wow. What a fun, fun synopsis. I think it's a fun premise for a movie, though, wouldn't you say? Oh, I would have to say Like, it. we're having fun. I'm having so much fun thinking about it. But it's, you, you <laughs> hear, like, that's, like, exciting to go, oh, cool, we're getting the villains to fuck shit up. Yeah. There's something that is so fucked up that the heroes can't cut it. This is too outside of their morals. Oh, yeah. 
for a hero to come in and save the day would definitely have to uh, cross the moral quandary of someone who... It's like if you got Charles Manson, Ted Bundy, mm. um, the chick from Monster, <laughs> and... You know, some other God. Hitler yeah. uh, to all <laughs> oh, join God, to do a forces. real Suicide Squad yeah, would be awesome. And, like, do we missions. Got, dude, Goebbels does social media for the Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> Goebbels does so, so schmo, dude. It's oh, awesome. Oh, God. If that was real life Suicide Squad, it would actually be so God, cool they to got Fergo, them. Dennis Ferguson. Yeah, Fergo's. <laughs> Fergo's on point in Suicide yeah. Squad. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's I just, absolutely love this new he's Captain Boomerang. Squad. Yeah, <laughs> I would love this new Suicide Squad in real life, and and you'd, you'd be so fascinated by them. You go, I can't believe these baddies are teaming up to do mm. outrageous things. And we get this that exact thing in this movie. It's undeniably a fascinating concept. It's a fascinating <laughs> idea to uh, put the villains in the role of the hero. Oh. Well said. Yeah, really fascinating. But it's like that's what I think. All automatically rewatching this movie, it's like this is so boring because like it would be exciting to see something like that, and it sets up that it's going to kind of be like this um, escape from New York type movie mm. where we're sending the whole squad, whether they're on point or not, we don't know. Uh, <laughs> At into, this point, we don't know. Yeah, we don't know where they're being put into, um, like some fucking dangerous thing and like escape from New York they all have like fucking bomb implants yep. into their head yep. and so they're like okay now they're being forced <coughs> to do this mission they don't mm. want to do because they're the only one that can do it whether they're on point or not it's the best risk that they can take <laughs> and so you're like oh cool this is going to be exciting this is exciting this is awesome and then just like the mission that they're saving is Amanda Waller and then they have to kill the enchantress mm. who is part of the suicide squad mm. so if the suicide squad didn't exist so they wouldn't even have this problem. Shit, and it's right. like, this is a real um, Catch-22 moment. Oh, right. One would say that. I think that's what that means. I've never read the book. So oh, no, you've no. really got to read it. It's so, so it's exciting. it's a Catch-22 where you're like, okay, what's the Catch-22? Oh, goodness <laughs> gracious. So the squad, let's let's talk about these these squad members. You know, we've got... Famous characters such as Will Smith yep. as a guy called Floyd Lawton. Floyd. I've always wanted a movie with a guy called Floyd in it, so this was <laughs> exciting for me. I love the name Floyd. But then he puts on a, a special suit. He got a little eye piece. And he a little eye thing, and then they start calling this guy Deadshot. And he shoots not like a dead man at all. shoots like a guy who's so alive that he could kill anyone. So I don't get it. I'm like, hang on a second. Is this guy Floyd? Or why are they calling this guy Deadshot? Then uh, we'll save the Joker for last. Um, okay. <clears throat> we've got Margaret Robbie. Margot Robbie, great Australian actor. <laughs> As I think Quinn. she's actually really good in this movie. She At the time, I remember we all agreed that her and Jay Courtney, two Aussies, yeah. were the standouts. And I think I still stand by both I would agree to that. I think um, Margot Robbie, I remember when, she, when I first saw her, was in The Wolf of Wall Street. Mm. And I remember being really, really, really impressed by her performance and really impressed by her as an actor. I thought she was fabulous in that movie. And seeing I thought her- she was fantabulous. I thought she was the she was freaking Mr. Magorium, dude. I thought she was a Wonder Emporium. I thought she was the entirely Wonder Emporium of the movie. And uh but I, I remember seeing her and seeing someone uh with of that skill and thinking that Whatever she will be in, whatever career she'll have, she'll make whatever she's in better. Whether yep. she goes in full just in shitty blockbusters like a Megan Fox or something, mm. every single one of those movies will be better to have her in it. And But she's had the most fat, like a really good, interesting career. Yeah, we're actually made great choices. Uh, lucky that she didn't become a Megan Fox type. Yeah. She's too good. She's fucking great. I mean, look at... Like, Tonya is incredible. She's incredible in a great, great movie. I, and especially in the years since this movie's come out, to see her have this really interesting career, and especially she's become a producer. Mm. So she is producing the next Suicide Squad movie, mm-hmm. uh, Birds of Prey or whatever. Birds of Prey, the Imaginarium of Dr. Panassas. <laughs> Um, and she is, I think she's someone who is like a true force now in Hollywood. Yeah. And I'm excited to see whatever she does next. And I pray that it's not another exact Suicide Squad. Movie. You know what was interesting was, um, was when, when, when Once Upon a Time in Hollywood came mm. out, 
There was all the talk about the three leads yep. of the movie, Leo, Brad, and Margot. And you're on first name basis. Hearing her name <laughs> yeah. get mentioned with those two as like a an, modern icon. And an equal. An equal yeah. made me feel proud. Yeah. To be an Australian. I, and not often do I feel proud to be Australian. I'm often ashamed of I, it. Often I do feel ashamed <laughs> to be Aussie. Because we're Ocker and we're Ocker. criminals down here. Let's keep talking about our Aussie heroes, Jay Courtney oh. as Captain Boomerang, who, you know, if Margot Robbie was not in this movie, I would say he was the highlight. Yeah. But she is in the movie, so therefore... He's the he low light. He didn't get it, dude. <laughs> he didn't get it. He's really good in it. He's really good. This mm. is like um, almost like a breakout <laughs> role for him yeah. because he'd been in lots of blockbuster type movies. Yep. He played Kyle Reese mm, I know. in uh, Terminator Genesis. Our favourite movie. With the first movie we ever saw in cinemas together, which yep. is uh, one of the, it's another movie for lots of Aussies, isn't it? Jason Clark as well. <laughs> um, he plays um, he plays a baby boy who grows up to be um, cool. And <laughs> um, and he, uh, like, Jai Courtney is the first time he worked in, like, a big movie. Yeah. Like, where he just, like, nailed it. Yeah, let him be Australian. Yeah. Big mistake. Big mistake. No, big good thing. What's <laughs> big, the opposite of a mistake? Big good thing. Come on. <laughs> it's a big good thing. I've forgotten what the opposite of mistake is. He's so good in that. Um, I've heard him say that he was encouraged to be as Aussie yeah. as possible for this. Yeah, there's a there's a part in the movie where they said, hey, you're going to be on a cool mission. And he goes, oh, I'm excited. That's a big Kev reference. <laughs> He used to do these ads for laundry detergent in Australia, and it was very popular here for many years, and it's become part of our cultural lexicon, part of the zeitgeist that is Australia, so that reference makes sense. And there's a point also where they say, you're going on this mission, some of you will not come back, and he goes, not happy, Jan, which is a reference to another ad. It's a Yellow um, Pages ad. Yellow Pages, yeah. yeah. It's really good, it's funny. This is all funny stuff. For uh, Aussies, it's like it's like little Easter eggs. There's another point where they go, um, yeah, you need to rescue uh, 22, you need to kill mm. 22 t- henchmen. He goes, two for 22, two for 22. <laughs> he starts quoting Richie Benno, who's an yeah, awesome. Australian cricketing commentator. And, yeah, it's very funny Aussie stuff. There's this awesome bit where Will Smith shoots a guy in the head or whatever, mm, mm. and he goes, God, you're terrible, Deadshot. <laughs> <laughs> terrible, dead. There's so many funny little references. Oh god, like there's that. a few more. There's so many. <laughs> there's, there's a handful more. There's definitely. one where like they take a photo of him, where he does like a press junket, like after the success mm. of the mission, and he just refuses to talk. He puts a <laughs> puts duct tape on his mouth, but has a sign that says "Free to Refugees." Yeah, yeah. That's and that's a reference to Big Brother. Yeah, me. Merlin for Big Brother. My favorite part is when he uh, kills someone and he mm. picks up the head and he goes, "This is going straight to the pool room." <laughs> God, that's awesome. Which is another reference. Yeah, it's really cool. He's like, oh, God, it's so funny. To be Australian and to watch movies is really weird. It's really we have a lot of different references <laughs> that we don't understand a lot of stuff. So when we finally see a movie being placated to us, we're like, oh, thank fuck, I can finally understand what's going on. <laughs> thank fuck there's an Aussie in here. We've got Jay Hernandez as El, El Diablo. Diablo. Yep. He's got lots of tattoos. Some scary. of the most I've ever seen. So scary. But um, weirdly, not as many as the Joker. Yeah. <laughs> But there's all like there's a scene in this movie where the climax of this film of Jay Hernandez is Jay Hernandez from Queer Eye. Is that the, name <laughs> the same guy? That's the Jai? name, right? Yeah, I think Jai. that's the name. There's a Jay and a Jay. Yeah, isn't that from the first series, the original Queer Eye? Yeah, I think he's so. the culture guy. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Now he went to a life of crime. <laughs> but there's a scene at the end of the movie where he's like, you find out he's like the devil or some shit, and he's like mm. throwing fire at the enchantress. And he goes, I lost one family. I'm not about to lose another. It's like, when did you guys get close? Yeah. Yeah. I thought you all sucked and hated each other's company. I must have been cut out of the movie. But now they're family because they got tattoos together on the weekend. Yeah. Suck my ass. Suck my this whole ass. Absolutely ano. stinks. Let's right. get to the Joker. He's our main man. He's the guy that we're all so obsessed with. He's played by 30 Seconds to Mars. Last week we talked about the fact that we'll never forget where we were mm. when we first saw that photo of yeah. the Joker. The, the reveal. Joker. I found the tweet that David A. tweeted out, the reveal. The The text says, <laughs> The Suicide Squad wishes you a happy anniversary, Mr. J. Hashtag Joker 75. So on the 75th 
anniversary of the birth of Mr. Joker himself, the world's funniest. <laughs> <laughs> they released the image. And we're looking at it we're right now. We're looking at it right now. God almighty. Fucking hell. What did you think when you first saw this? What was the first thought that you had? Do you remember? Yeah, uh, it was the same thing I'm sure everyone thought of, which was um, this looks so embarrassing. Mm. I just felt immediately like full body cringe. The ha 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 tattoos. Yeah. And In the, that killing joke font. Yeah. And then, of course, the damaged. Uh, that was the one that everyone latched onto as a thing to make mm. fun of about it. But. It's worthy of being made fun of. It's lame. It's just in yeah. this weird cursive font. It says damaged. Like, yeah. who does that? Who goes to a tattoo artist and goes, you know what? I'm actually incredibly dark and twisted individual. Yeah. I would love you I'm to tattoo damaged on my forehead. I'll put a fucking... Put a fucking... It's just too <laughs> on the on nose. Me. Yeah. Too on the nose. I remember seeing it and my first thought wasn't negative. My first thought was... At least this is a different take. Mm. Because I think that the shadow of Heath Ledger's performance in The Dark Knight was immense. Mm. It's one of the biggest shadows ever cast by a human being, alive or otherwise. And that's not literal. I'm not talking about literal because obviously... No, there are bigger shadows out there. For example, like a penguin type. Yeah, like if you've got, I don't know, Bobby Bacala, Stephen Schreck. Even James Goldafini. Yeah, he cast a big shadow, literally and uh, metaphorically. Like the guy was an immense actor and he was an immense human. Yeah. (laughs) He was basically a fridge with a head on top. Anyone from The Sopranos would cast a bigger shadow than <laughs> yeah, than Heath Ledger. It's than quite Heath Ledger. Yeah, because yeah. he's lean, tall for sure, but lean. He's yeah. lean. He's gamey. You know, anyone fatter. But if you mean <laughs> metaphorically, metaphorically, it's hard to cast a bigger shadow than he did when he played the role of jokester. Yeah, and like I, I remember thinking, like, what could they even do? Especially because. It was at a point in time where it wasn't... Uh, it's interesting because when Nolan came around to do the the Batman Begins and Dark Knight and stuff, when he came started with Batman Begins, he didn't use Joker. And there was like the thought at the time was like, oh, it's too soon. Because mm. but even though it had already been almost like 10, fucking 15 years since Batman 1989, mm. when Batman uh, is coming out... And they instead decided to go for a villain they hadn't used before because they were like, oh, we do, we want to come out fresh. Yeah. And I think now it's like the attitude is so different to the reboot mm. in cinema where they're like, oh, no, let's just go all in. Like, yeah. And they're doing new Batman now. Like, yeah. it's totally new. We're just talking about it. And this is only eight years after The Dark Knight. Uh, like, there'd already been Batman versus Superman, kind of. But this came out before that, this picture. And I was just like, at least it's something wildly different. And I was seeing it, I'm looking at it, and I'm going, okay, he's got these grills. That's a modern interpretation of Joker as gangster. Well, they apparently his big inspiration was cartel, Mexican yeah. cartels, which is kind of cool. Yeah. But I think it would be cooler if he was a uh, Mexican actor. <laughs> I, I agree. If that, if that was the direction they were going in, and yeah. they got a Mexican actor, a Latin actor, yeah. um, that would be... Interesting. That was like the the path they were going down. That, that is a scary idea. Any mm. any time you know cartels are frightening. Yeah. So that's cool. But instead, we've got like thirty seconds to Mars this, doing his interpretation of that this stinky guy. This weird stinky. You know guy. what? He's not a bad actor. He's not bad. I did not like him in this. I do not like him in twenty forty nine. Blade on twenty forty nine. Uh, I. Thought he was fine in that. I've only otherwise seen him in Fight Club. Yep. Which is a fuck ass awesome movie. <laughs> that is one of the most fucking awesome movies. Dude, finally. God. Finally. Please we remake can talk Fight about Club it. so we can talk about it. If Fight Club gets remade, you know, oh. people, you know how people go like, if, if Back to the Future ever gets remade, I'll fucking flip my lid. I'll freaking shoot. I feel like this. If Fight Club 
doesn't get remade, I'll fucking go crazy. They should do a new Fight Club every single year. Yes, thank you. And they you. should do it every year. And it should be exciting for whoever gets into it. And it's word for word. It's word for word verbatim, but they get new actors, yes. so everyone gets a chance. Oh, my God. I would and love to see the Wayans Brothers one. That would be awesome. <laughs> They'd be, like, funny, but they're saying the same lines, but they've got funny voices. <laughs> like, it would be... You could just do a different time, different every time. Jonah like, Hill, Michael Sarah. Yeah, we're doing Funny Fight Club. Yeah. And it's Jonah Hill, Michael Sarah, and, I don't know, Josh Gad as Meatloaf. <laughs> and then you get Ellen Page to be... Um, yes, to be thank Helena you. Thank you. I'll watch and that. stuff like that. I would love that to do that. I'd love to make it. Just every year. And maybe it's just live. They just do it like, you know, they do those live musicals. It's on NBC. Prime time. It's your prime time. Yeah. Fight Club Live. And they just do, they do like new, and yeah. you take every year for Christmas or something like that. I would love that. And for Christmas. His God. name was Robert Paulson. And everyone's saying everyone's it. Everyone's like, oh, saying wow. it kind of like at the end of a Christmas carol. Yeah. When like, His name was Robert Paulson. And he's like, Merry Christmas, sir, or whatever he says yeah. at the end of. Christmas Carol. At the end of Christmas Tiny Carol. Tim. And Merry Christmas, everyone. I remember first becoming aware of Jared Leto mm. when he made that movie, Chapter 27, which is about the guy that oh, yep. killed John Lennon. Yes. What's his name? Mark David Chapman. Mark David Chapman. Uh, Mark David. That's how I should know it. <laughs> that's what I always think when I hear that guy's name. Mark M- David. Mark David Chapman. Mark David Chapman. He would be in my Suicide Squad. <laughs> But he played that character, and I it came out directed DVD here. We had it at the video store I worked at. Mm. It was just a picture of his head. But he gained more weight than Robert De Niro or uh, Vincent D'Onofrio Combined. did. Combined. <laughs> but he, he gained, like, it made, like, IMDb news or whatever. Like, when like, you looked at him in it, you go, this guy could be the Penguin. This guy sure. should... Of the of the characters that he could play in Batman, I can only see him playing the Penguin, not the Joker from playing that movie. But it was like, yeah, and I was like, what's the point? What's the point, man? You suck. You suck. <laughs> so you I hated just him at from a the beginning. Of Jared Leto and said, "You suck." <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like him. He's a bad guy, and that is another. He's a bad guy. He's a bad guy. Perfect to play the Joker. Yeah, but you know, oh, he's a bad guy. All right, yeah, that. Google it. That's all we can we say. We can say Google it. Look up James Gunn, who's directed the new Bat- the new Suicide Squad movie. He talked publicly about it. Oh, did he? Yeah, he did. That's good. Yeah, and now he's making the Suicide Squad movie. So without Jared Leto. Without Jared Leto. There's uh, so many. Oh god, there's so many bad stories about Jared Leto out there. But, but you know. <laughs> anyway, the point is, this guy's the Joker, man, and he is absolutely freaking. Damaged. I also because this movie they they only we've not even talked about the movie and we're like fifty minutes into I don't the podcast. Want to? Okay, neither do if I. If we can avoid talking about, this. sorry everyone who's listening to this. We were so bored during this movie. Mm. It was painful. It was. Painful. I know there's people that go, "Oh, Suicide Squad's not that bad." I can't, if you're listening to it, I'm sorry, it is. You're wrong. And I don't. I if you came in list, expecting to hear us go, "Oh man, Cameron and Lexi sometimes have cool takes on stuff," and they like look at things alternative angle no everyone that hated this movie was right it's so boring (laughs) to see it be cut up to be more matching to the trailer you watch this movie and go this movie has no identity it's a false identity it's true it's got all these fucking fake needle drops from like wayne's world like they've Mm. got ballroom blitz and is this the real life yeah they've got both of them in there and it's like this is movie trying to be fun it was a movie that was made uh, where they probably were having fun. You hear stories about how they went drinking and got tattoos and stuff. They all pranked each other, they like Clooney style. Like it was like making Ocean's Eleven, but fucking yuck. Oh, sorry. <laughs> can we talk about? Can we talk about Jared Leto's psychological fucking war, yeah. m- war crimes that he <laughs> committed on yeah. people? There's, that became a big part of the press for Didn't this movie, right? Didn't he send, like, Viola Davis a rat in a used condom yeah. or something? Yeah, oh, he sent her a dead rat, and then he was sending used condoms to um, Is that Margot true? Robbie and shit. Yuck. Look, who knows, but that was certainly the press that was yeah. being sent out to us as uh, fans of mm. cinema on IndieWire and Screen yeah. Crush and shit. It was all like... Oh yeah, another. He's doing all this twisted uh, method actory shit. Mm. I don't know how much of it's true, but that did not help. And it's the thing where you 
see something like this where it's like, oh, this guy's full method. Mm. And then when you think of like the performances that you associate with someone being method, it's stuff like Robert De Niro, Raging Bull, Ellen Burstyn mm. in like Exorcist and like Alice Doesn't Live Here Anymore, Requiem for a Dream. You think of those like performances where it is someone that goes to great length to physically embody another person mm. or to 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 play something far from themselves so that they uh, inhabit, uh, into do everything they can to inhabit a character. Mm. And when I hear about all this and then I see him up on the screen in this movie, yeah. he's a fucking cartoon. Well, it's like, no, you didn't go deep at all. The point of method acting was to actually go inwards yes. and to build something from the inside out to, yeah. to create a character that has soul and purpose and drive. Yeah. Whereas you watch him in this and go, that could literally be any of us. Yeah. If someone just said, here, put on some green paint and like uh, uh, pick from this wardrobe yeah. and then give the hammiest, most insane performance yeah. you can think of, there's no inner life to this character. Yeah. It and is... I know the point of it, he was like, oh, this character is um, potentially uh, time. He's been around for a long time. That's what Jared mm. Leto was saying. It's like, yeah. this character may be older than we think. He's almost like the devil. He's been here forever, but it's like... Man, you're fucking Connie writes emo songs. You don't have, you don't even understand what it is to go deeper than mm. surface level. Yeah, your angst is still based in your teenage years. Yeah, you can't. You've been famous since you were sixteen or whatever, or maybe even younger. <clears throat> he was on that Claire Danes show back in the day. He's been around for oh, a long time. Yeah, he's like the a JJ child. Abrams show. Uh, no, that was Felicity. No, nah, yeah, what, you know what? I don't know what it was called. But it's just, I think it's, it's exactly just, what you're saying. Where it's just like. There's no, in his interpretation of the character, there's nothing that excites me about it except for the speculative aspect of it. Where people were trying to, like, we'll never know now. We'll mm. never know. In um, the Batman versus Superman, when in Bruce Wayne's manner, Wayne Manor, you're like seeing, going down to the Batcave, you're seeing like all these like memorabilia or whatever. And one of them is a Robin suit that has ha 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 all graffitied over it. Mm. And there's a Batman comic where the second Robin, Jason Todd, was killed by the Joker or something like that. Mm. And then that character comes back as Red Hood, who was, I think we talked about in the 1989 Batman episode, Red Hood was like another name for the Joker. It was another alias that he used every now and then. And uh, when he was sick of like the life of the Joker and he wanted to like lay back but still do fucked up shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, like Normcore Joker. Yeah, Normcore Joker. He just wears a red hoodie. That's awesome. But um, there was speculation that that was this interpretation of the character was that there was a Joker that killed Jake, J- Jason Todd, um, second Robin. And then Batman kills that Joker and then this Jason Todd is not actually dead. Mm. Like that's part of the thing. Jason Todd didn't actually die. Comes back as Red Hood. But this was like, okay, Jason Todd actually comes back as Jared Leto's Joker. Mm. And I thought, cool. But Hamo talked about this in the last episode uh, about the Dark Knight, how Nolan stuff were never sure if they were ever going to make another movie. So every idea they had, they threw into it. Mm. We introduced Harvey Dent. Let's play Two-Face as well. We've introduced it. Mm. This is a... Fran- like. The way that franchises have changed since The Dark Knight, living in that dark, that, that perfect trilogy of films where like each time they was like, let's throw it all at the wall, let's fucking make it. That's how movies have been made forever. Now they're different. A franchise doesn't just build like that. MCU format, we're like, oh, let's put this whole plan out, make two dozen movies, and this is what they're all going to be like. Mm. They try to apply that to this really fast and retroactively almost, where that could have all been there. Like we said, there's evidence for it being this, Mm. but then he never saw it laid out. They started these films, setting them like, you know, 10 films down the path, going like, oh, okay, we'll reveal this later on. Uh, But instead of it being backstory that we're just seeing unfold, there's this backstory that just remains backstory forever. And maybe the first movie they could have made could have been that movie where you see that Jason Todd die, played by normal Jared Leto, and then you see this joke and you're like, oh, it's the same actor playing them. Must be this or whatever. And it's just like, it's just speculative now. Yeah. Like, lost. Like, tears in the rain. (laughs) 
I remember being very intrigued by that Robin theory and, and holding some hope that there would be a little bit of that in this. And there's nothing. I don't even find the portrayal of it to be disarmingly different to stuff we've seen before. Mm. It's maybe closer to the cartoon yeah. Joker than any Yeah, the Mark uh, Hamill. Mark Hamill one. Yeah. yeah, I think the voice is very similar to that. The voice, but even like his kind of um, fun, evil, sexy way of talking yeah. to people is very... It's in that world. It's also gangster in the way that Jack Nicholson's one was. Yeah. You know, it's not it's not worlds away from that. It's just like this guy listens to Pitbull probably. I see that exactly. Yeah. And that's what seeing the picture I was like, oh, I'm interested in what this take is because it's like it's the gangster Joker. Joker has mm. been gangster before. Joker <coughs> be gangster forever. He's gangster. And <laughs> 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 like seeing him in this, it's like I don't I don't know what it was. I don't know what this fucking thing was. Because seeing it like, again now, it's like, oh, he's like abusive. That He's now an abusive person. And like the whole thing with Harley Quinn and him, it's like a, a, it's like a comic book version of an abusive relationship. Mm. And it's like, fuck, I don't care. I don't care. Did you re- it's made with no sensitivity at mm. all, this movie. Did you read any of the um, deleted scenes that no. supposedly exist? I refuse to read. Oh, I remember reading it back in the day. I didn't refresh my mind on it f- for this because I couldn't care less. But I think um, from memory, when Harley Quinn, uh, sorry, when Dr. Harleen Quinzel. It's so strange how her name is already Harley Quinn, yeah, basically. Yeah, when she... Um, she had no chance. No, she was always going to be Harley Quinn. That was how Joker seduced her. He's like, your name's actually quite similar to something I would like. Yeah, so let's go full crazy, okay, Z? Um, he, uh, when he's getting therapized yeah. by her yeah. in hospital, she does this therapy technique that brings up all his repressed memories yeah. of his childhood, which are abusive of mm. him getting like bashed and beaten yeah. up by his dad and shit like that. And that's why he attacks her in prison mm. because she's brought up all these horrific memories yeah. for him and it's making him tortured. So he, you know, attacks her and then tries to like, fuck her brain up with the yeah. magnets, whatever the fuck he uses. Um, that's kind of interesting. I find that stuff kind of interesting. Mm. But then to cut it from the movie just means that they were attempting to do what they did with Ledger by making him mysterious and mm. enigmatic, but it just never plays because yeah. the actor was given a full backstory yeah. and they acted it out. Yeah. They did it. So it's not enigmatic. There's no enigma written into yeah. the character. And no Edward Nigma either. It just sucks. It just shows that this is a. It just it reads as a movie that was edited too heavily. Yeah, not an enigmatic character choice. It's just um, it's a suck. It's a suck ass. I actually was angry watching it. This yeah, time. it's a such a suck ass movie. It's such a boring take on the character because it doesn't exist. Mm. The character doesn't exist. It's just it's just a guy fucking. With tattoos all over his mm. head. <sighs> God, I hate movies. Is this <laughs> this movie made you hate movies? No, this is just a movie I truly hate yeah. because it's just mm. like it's trying to be commercial, but then it's trying to be edgy. Like mm. it's or it's trying to have the appearance of it being edgy mm. and the appearance of it being a dangerous, exciting movie, and it is purely commercial bullshit and it pisses me off when it's just like I don't have a problem with commercial movies I don't have a problem with blockbusters this whole podcast it's us mostly exploring blockbusters Mm. I have no I love high cinema I love low cinema I love I'm all about blending of the two but I hate it when something commercial tries to have the appearance of it being oh this is badass yeah, yeah. we can cut this and use it next week as well for the Todd Phillips one I'm sure <laughs> but you know this is like it's just I, I don't I it's something that just it pisses me off hmm. and it's something that I will never be able to I can't imagine ever liking a movie that does something like that unless I find it funny and I think if this movie if I was like god oh, this is so fun and shit it's not. It's so fake. It's such a fake movie. This movie may not... B- should barely exist. I wish it got deleted. Mm. 
You know, some movies you just can't find anymore. Yeah. You know, I was trying to watch True Lies the other day. It's only mm. available on like one. It's coming out soon. They're doing. He's doing a 4K upgrade. Here Good of that and the Abyss. It's absurd. That's to, coming out. It's absurd to me yeah. that I can't find True Lies. Yeah. anywhere. But Suicide Squad's available everywhere. It's on Netflix on a million things. You can see it free yeah. anywhere. Suicide Squad watch... should be available only on Motorola Razor phones. <laughs> Yeah, it would be perfect back then. If yeah. this movie came out like five, six years earlier, mm. maybe it would be... Like if it came out when Mystery Men came out or whatever. You know? <laughs> like this is like serious Mystery Men. Yeah. Where it's just dog shit and fucking Jeffrey Rush is in this. <laughs> well, well, well. I don't think there's much more we can say. What else can we and say? And we've also said nothing. So. We've also said nothing. We've talked about this character... I feel like every next iteration of the Joker will always be a response to something now. Yeah. And I feel like the next canonically uh, film adaptation of the Joker to cinema after this one was the Lego Batman movie, Mm. which I think you haven't seen it yet. Mm -hmm. I've only seen it once and we will be doing a Patreon episode of it. I think that is a response to this, to, to see this, DCU cinematic universe stuff, how dour, how fun free they were, how lacking of charm they were to uh, comic books, which are quite fun. They're exciting. Comic books are exciting. These movies are not exciting at all. There's some cool looking stuff in it. There's some good performances, some good characters or whatever, and some great actors in them. Uh, and they look cool or whatever. So all I've said is this good actor and they look cool five times. <laughs> Because I'm trying to just be nice. Uh, But it's a movie that just really synthesizes the idea of what Batman is and what the Joker is and makes it fun and bright again. Cool. I think it's Zach Galifianakis that's a Joker. Mm. And it's funny. It's a very very good movie. Um, It'll brighten your day if you rewatch Suicide Squad for this. Good God! I need to. I need something. I can't believe we rewatched the movie again. There were to no point. Can I say something? Yeah. The whole squad officially is not on point. The squad was not on point. Even Will Smith was not on point. Only I would say Margot Robbie and Jay Courtney Courtney. were on point. I wish that they made the next movie was just those two. Yeah, and it was called Aussies mucking around being bad. I wish they made Midnight Run and it was those two. Mm, that would be cool. As those characters. Yeah, that would be And cool. they had to take Ridlow or something to prison or <laughs> God, so that was Suicide Squad. And uh, one joke that I had in mind that I didn't say for the review was um, when Crocodile Man goes down to down to sewer and he goes underneath. That's a sewer slide squad. So he's doing a sewer slide. Now that squad is on point. <laughs> That's very on point, Alexi. Yeah, I came up with that joke. I wrote it down, forgot to use it because I didn't give a shit. Yeah. This movie made me fucking angry I to know, watch again. I, I felt know. defeatist. I feel like we're... I, th- I, I don't feel bad about not really reviewing this movie because no. I think... What can we say? What we can said you say? Everything. And I think we're voicing the malaise of a group mm. of people that were disappointed and let exactly. down. Exactly. Yeah. We've got a, another one coming up. Yeah, we are talking about Todd Phillips' Joker. This is the guy, the twisted mind that brought you Starsky and Hutch. He brought you fucked up ideas like um, Baby Jack Off. Oh, yes. From the Hangover movie. The Hangover. He brought you fucked up shit. Like Frank the Tank from old school. He brought you fucked up, twisted shit like Ken Jong have a little dick. <laughs> Absolutely fucked up shit like dog jacking off from due date. God, that's fucked up. You know what? I um, I'm as I've said before, I'm optimistic, cautiously optimistic mm. towards this movie. I think that Todd Phillips <clears throat> has made good movies. Hangover is a very good. It's a movie. very, it's a classic. It's a um, very, very good. I movie. also think his movies are very beautiful looking. Yeah. I love Suskin and Hutch. He directed It looks amazing. Hush, right? Yeah. I think it's a very good looking movie. It looks like the TV show Elevated. Yeah. In a way that the Brady Bunch movie did the same he thing. He has style and he has brought style to comedy mm. in a way that not many other big comedy yeah. directors have. Maybe only him and Adam McKay in recent years have yeah. brought a style to comedy. Yeah. And I'm excited to see this one because it's not a comedy, but it's the first... 
one of these movies about the Joker mm. directed by a comedy director. So maybe yeah. there'll be something to it that is funny or unique. Or... And it's now we're seeing the Joker as literally a stand-up comedian. Mm. Finally. <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us on another episode of Total Reboots. Uh, like we said, we'll be back next week with our Joker movie. Stay tuned to find out what we'll be doing right after that. In the meantime, you can hear more of us over on patreon.com slash totalreboot, where we're going to be continuing our Joker miniseries. We've already got an episode up about Batman, the animated movie, The Mask of the Phantasm, uh, which is a sequel to the Batman animated series from the 1990s. Uh, and then next week, I believe, or the week after that, we will have an episode about the Lego Batman movie starring Zach Galifianakis, Will Arnett, uh, Michael Sarah as Robin. Very cool. It's a very cool time. It's a very cool time. Uh, talk to us on Twitter and Instagram. You are at This Is Alexi. I am indeed. I am at I am Cameron James. Uh-huh. And uh, what else can we say? That's it. There isn't any more. If I could leave you with one thought on comedy, it would be this. Comedy is designed by its very nature to push boundaries. So if you see a boundary, walk over to it. Don't try to physically touch it or move it with your body. Tell it a joke and see what happens. You might be surprised.